MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. Hour three of VSIN Primetime Championship Weekend. That's Sean King. I like to look at him as the two lane green wave great, but I should also let you know that he bet Kansas State preseason to win the Big 12. So just, just letting the people know. He bet Kansas State preseason to uh, to win the Big 12. Did you know that? Just want to let you know. I'm Tim Murray. We've got a CUSA title game going on right now. Under four minutes to go in the first quarter. And UTSA leading, or excuse me, tied with North Texas. I beg your pardon. Seven to seven. We got the Pac-12 championship coming up momentarily. It'll be a sellout at Allegiant Stadium and uh, some... Uh, uh, Language we can't say on this uh, on this program is on, painted on the fingernails of Caleb Williams. I believe that's a regularity from him, but he said a uh, a word that starts with F and put that on one hand, and then Utah on the other hand. Use your imagination to put the two and two together. But uh, Caleb Williams, there he is, warming up at Allegiant Stadium. Sean, he's pretty good at playing the game of football. You know, in life you learn as you mature to accept people. Like, I have friends that I don't agree with everything they do, but I accept their, what I consider to be faults or deficiencies because no one's perfect. My message to Caleb Williams will be this. What quarterback that has a gold jacket, and by gold jacket I mean it's in the NFL Hall of Fame, paints vulgarity on his fingernails to go out and defeat an opponent? 
I just always, when I was, I was a college coach, so I'm sensitive to some of these things. I always told my players, if you want to be great, then mimic the behaviors of the great ones. And that's the only thing about Caleb that sometimes, and he's got to be an individual. You've got to let them have, you know, some room to be creative in their own mind, but you could have put beat Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just, you know, some of those things, they don't matter when you're playing at a high level, but a lot of those things do matter as you get older and people start evaluating how much control money they want to provide to you. Just a caution. So, Sean, this game's about to kick off. Both you and I have set our piece. Uh, both you and I have taken points with Utah. I'm on Utah plus three. Sean is on uh, Utah plus four. You bought up to four. Hey, man. I, I just, it, it's, it's sitting at two and a half. I want it to be comfortable. And uh, I hope you are. I hope you're very comfortable. I hope we're both comfortable at some point. But I want to, before this game kicks off, if people are just tuning in wondering where to look, mm-hmm. let's start with USC. Okay. Their path to victory and a cover is what? Create turnovers. If They've that been defense, doing very well so far this year. If that defense can turn Cameron Rising over, in the game that Utah lost a couple weeks ago at Oregon, he threw three interceptions. If they can turn over Cameron Rising then I think they win this game. He has not shown a permissibility to turn the football over. It's not going to be easy to do, but that's SC's path to victory. Keep getting and winning the turnover battle. If they do that, I think they win. For Utah, Sean, they beat them back in early October, 43-42. We talked to Hans Olsen, who's a radio host up in Salt Lake City, and he knows they got to score points. They got to score points to win this game. And he even mentioned Kyle Whittingham didn't want to go to overtime against Caleb Williams. That's why they went for two in that spot. 43-42 is the final score up in Salt Lake City back in October. 556 yards of offense from USC. 562 yards of offense from Utah. For Utah to duplicate, or I should say replicate, <clears throat> what they did and beat USC, what happens to happen tonight? Controlled aggression. And uh, by that, I mean they need to play with an, a level of physicality unknown to mankind. Like, you have to beat down this USC team. And I'm talking running the football. They have a converted quarterback in Jaquandon Jackson, who I think plays a key role in them controlling this game tonight. And then Cameron Rising just has to hit his layups. You've got to effectively line up and bludgeon that USC front. I mean, early in the game, I want to see hats getting knocked off. I mean, I want to see guys physically making another person move against their will. That's the kind of mentality Utah has to happen because it does two things. It demoralizes that USC defense, and it keeps Caleb Williams and an offense on the sideline. If they can create a physical run game component and then utilize the fact that SC is doing everything they can in the gate, you know, these significant runs that they're giving up, Cameron Rises has to hit his layups. And by layups, guys wide open and flat, hit it. If you have some kind of play-action pass, it's on a double move and the guy's running to the sideline, hit him. Don't throw it out of bounds. Don't overthrow it. Don't throw it in the dirt. If they do that, I think Utah can win this game. I'm watching uh, the set right now make their selections. Uh, so far, three for three on covers for USC. And you know what? I'm not surprised here. Urban Meyer did coach at Utah, so he picks Utah to win. I was ready to take – I had the, the well, phone the out. over looks like the play. I mean, everybody's got like 75 and up totals up yeah, there. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the only non-partial person uh, on that set, because Urban Meyer coached at Utah, 
Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush East won a Heisman Trophy at USC was Brady Quinn, and he said 31-27. So Brady Quinn thinks USC will win by four. <laughs> I was just watching. Brady, why not three? I mean, don't make me regret buying it up to four and yeah. give me a push. Brady, come on. I need to call him up. Can we get 31-29? That, that sounds much better. I'll I would, take that. I would much rather that, and uh, so would Chris Andrews. So. I actually like that score because it, it, it there's a duality to it because I want Southern Cal to win. I think they've played a, a great season. They deserve to be in the college football playoff. They control it. I hope they win, but I also bet Utah plus the points in this game. So I'd like both of those things to come true. It'd make me really happy. And our good friend Chris Andrews would like both of those things yeah, to, uh, want, to come we true. We want Chris to be happy. Uh, before we get to uh, back to our uh, discussion on conference championships, I'll give you an update, a last look at the line on this game. Uh, pretty high total, sitting there at 67 at BetMGM. And uh, two and a half is the spread. Circa actually ticked down to one and a half just a moment ago. It is back up to two in favor of USC. So I guess they were looking for some USC money. I imagine they just got it. And uh, mostly two and a half. So looks like, Sean, this game will go off two and a half. And uh, we'll see how it plays out. Chris Andrews said that at the South Point an hour ago when he joined the show, about 90% of the spread bets when it's at USC minus two and a half is on USC. When it got to three, more bets came in on Utah. Overall, spread bets an hour ago, South Point was looking around around three to one on USC, but money line coming in on Utah. So he is hoping to thread the perfect needle there at the South Point, Sean, having a USC victory, but a Utah cover. Uh, <laughs> maybe a little wishful thinking, but. That's what he's hoping for. I'm just glad that I got closing line value at my four. <laughs> well, it never got to four. <laughs> <laughs> On my wager, it did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> call it a peace of mind play. How about that? There are peace of mind plays, yeah. man. I guess why, why I played two lane on the money line. So sure. now if Utah's up three late, uh, uh, Caleb Williams' miracle comeback is is a push at worst for me. There you go. That's how I was when I was deciding what I was going to do. That's what I was envisioning. Well, uh, for our confidence picks, which we'll, we'll reshow you those um, in a little bit, uh, I do have Utah plus the three in my confidence picks. So Good for uh, you, uh, we will see. By the way, UTSA I think just scored another touchdown. That team is uh, scoring some points. A false start though will uh, push them back a little bit. Come on, Mean Green, keep it close. Keep it close there. All right, Sean, let's uh, let's get back to it. They're about to kick off at the Pac-12 championship. We'll obviously keep you updated on what is going on there at Allegiant Stadium just down the road from where we sit here at Circa. Um, where should we go next, uh, Britain? What conference championship should we go to next? We have some graphics made, and I don't want to uh, to go off of... Uh, and actually, North Texas got to stop, and they're whoop, about to go 99 whoop. yards unless oh. he catches him. Oh, man, you're going to get caught by the running back? Yeah. What just happened? They well, a, was North that a, Texas had the ball. Oh. Yeah, they so yeah, they stopped him, I think, on fourth down. And mean green. Now they just broke a runoff. Woo! And if he had any speed, he'd have scored. But he did, you know. The, we'll take it. He didn't fumble and he gained. My peewee football what, 55 coach. 55 yards. In my very limited uh, football career, I got an interception. And after the game, the coach came up to me and grabbed my feet. And he goes, Unhitch the trailer. 
What it looked like with that guy right I will, there. I think I'm gonna have to use that one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to use that. Unhitch the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right, uh, oh, we are funny. headed to uh, the Sun Belt. So tomorrow at in Troy, Alabama, will be the Troy Trojans against Coastal Carolina. Jamie Chadwell today said uh, hasn't signed anything yet. Focused on winning a conference championship. He will be the head coach of Liberty probably on Sunday. But for the time being, he's still at Coastal Carolina. Grayson McCall, uh, from all accounts, is expected to play. The line starting to indicate that as if it's actually ticked down to 7.5 at most spots. Just to point something out before you and I give our analysis on this game. We had Brad Powers on the show. Mm -hmm. He said his favorite play of the week was Troy. But he did not say play it at 8.5 yet. Mm -hmm. He said, wait. He did. And he said, if Grayson McCall is announced to be playing, Wait and see if you can get under seven and then go ahead and bet on Troy. He feels like Troy, even with Grayson McCall playing, Sean, is the better team. And he feels like you're going to get some value if, in fact, Grayson McCall plays and you've got Troy under seven. So yeah, I, would, I would agree with that. They're, yeah. the, they're the better side. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Troy is a legit defense, and uh, they're the real deal. So we will, uh, both you and I, on Troy. But uh, I'll echo what our – what. Uh, Brad Power said earlier this week, take your time. We will probably carry over to the next segment on the Mountain West Championship. We talked about it a little bit in our best bets. Uh, both you and I and Kenny White like Fresno State. Here. And we got, ba- we got breaking baseball news, What's too, that? man. Wow. Huge pitcher just transitioned to a different team. Got a bunch of money to do it. Wow. You stay right there. We'll let you know on the other side. Major news in Major League Baseball. I'll give you a hint. Dave Ross, if you're listening, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's VEASAN primetime with massive baseball news to tell you about next. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM, state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM. For terms and conditions, must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Well, you might be wondering, did the game start? Nope, it didn't. It's uh, 8-15. It has not started yet. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. USC and Utah here in Las Vegas. The likely Heisman Trophy winner on display, the uh, Caleb Williams, that is, and uh, that game about to kick off uh, as bets start to continue to pile in. Uh, looks like two and a half still pretty much across the board here at Circa 2. Uh, looks like Caesars still has a three juice to uh, juice to Utah at minus 120. We've got a Conference USA Championship going on. North Texas with the ball in UTSA territory, just got a first down on a pass interference. Both Sean and I and producer Britton in our uh, free roll um, upset pick of the week. It has to be a, a dog of north of a touchdown. 
we all three took the mean green of North Texas uh, to take care of business. By the way, we did our college football game earlier today. Buffalo did not cover, but got a last-second victory to get to bowl eligibility. So the Buffalo Bulls will be bowling. Uh, how about this story, by the way, as North Texas does not get into the end zone? Brett McMurphy, who's been on our show. We got to tell him about the news. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, sorry. Come through on a tease, Tim. <laughs> sorry. <right. laughs> Thank you. Baseball's not on my mind. Huge baseball news, Sean King. Do you want to tell him? You got it. Jacob DeGrom has agreed to a deal to go to the Texas Rangers. Jacob DeGrom, according to Jeff Passan, five-year, $185 million contract with the Texas Rangers. Physical is passed. Deal is done. Includes conditional six-year option that would take total deal to $222 million. Full no-trade clause, as Jeff Passan writes, and I'm reading verbatim, a massive haul as Jacob DeGrom, who oft injured. It makes sense, though. Going to the Texas A lot less Rangers. of that money going to the federal government in Texas than it is in uh, New York, the state government, I mean. Because uh, they don't have state tax in Texas, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think they're one of the uh, states that don't. I believe to be the case. By the way, can I just... North Texas just went for it on fourth down and picked it up. Seth Luttrell, the head coach of North Texas, knows he ain't winning this game kicking field goals. He went for it on fourth down on their first drive, scored a touchdown. They just went for it again on fourth down and uh, got it. So now it'll be second and goal after an incompletion. But uh, I like the aggressive nature from uh, the Mean Green here tonight. They're the underdog on the road in the CUSA title, and uh, they're not taking any chances here. So yeah, Here's see. what I mean about make your layups. He's got 87 in the flat oh, for a yeah. walk-in touchdown. He overthrows the corner route that he shouldn't have been throwing the ball to anyway. Like, that's what I mean when you watch Cameron rising tonight. Don't make those mistakes. Make your layups. Back to uh, Jeff, uh, Jacob DeGrom real quick from Jeff Passan. He said, last year the Rangers started their rebuild by committing $500 million to Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. Now they'll build, they'll build their pitching staff around Jacob DeGrom. Five-year, $185 million, no deferrals. And as you said, between that and no state tax, money is enormous. And Jacob DeGrom, Rangers, get the most talented pitcher in the world. They are placing an enormous bet on his health, signing the 34-year-old to a five-year deal at $37 million per year. The Rangers saw the reward. What's the state tax in New York right now? Like 10 11%? Like it's something crazy. No idea. I think that's $22 million over the course of a contract. Yeah. <laughs> He's saving. <laughs> Not bad. It's a big piece of change, man. Big third down here as they run the option and fumble, pick it up on the bounce, and uh, now... And so watch, now North Texas has got a decision. So to make. watch what I'm talking about when I yeah. And this is why I'm so hard on quarterbacks in practice so that mm -hmm. they don't make these mistakes in the games. Nobody really sees it, but the person that's watching the game and that sees the game different. Him bypassing the flat route on that first play, which would have walked in for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to kick a field goal. That's the four point swing. Mm -hmm. Make your layups like the quarterback. Don't try and be great. Just be really good all the time. Great play call by Seth Latrell. Quarterback makes the wrong read. Now, all of a sudden, you lose yards on second and third down runs. You have to kick a field goal. It looks good. You're up 10-7, but you should have been up 14-7. to So the field goal is good, as Sean mentioned. 10-7, North Texas, 10-34 to go in the second quarter. And uh, finally, we're getting kickoff at Allegiant Stadium. It does look full to capacity. Yeah. 
which I is was great to see because I didn't see a lot of Utah Southern Cal paraphernalia around town. Like normally, like when a, a team comes in, like you see it walking all around the casinos, you see it on the strip. I didn't see a lot of it, so I was kind of worried. But obviously, they were all headed to the stadium. They didn't want to be late because it is packed. And we will see Caleb Williams take the field first. Caleb Williams will uh, take the field from the 25-yard line. And uh, here we go. USC and Utah underway. All right, Sean, uh, we will keep our eyes on this. Obviously, give you updates, in-game lines, all of that. Hopefully, Utah's defense can come out and not give up a touchdown right away. Um, Fresno and Boise State. You and I both are on Fresno. Mm -hmm. We just had Kenny White on. He likes Fresno. Um, does it make you nervous at all? It's, it's been interesting. I'll say this. BetMGM put out their betting splits, and they had heavy tickets on Fresno. DraftKings, on the other hand, had heavy tickets on Boise. So once again, when you hear Publix on one side, it, it depends on what book you look at. You know, that's always uh, something there. And off goes Caleb Williams, and there's a 12-yard run. And if you can see that, that's what I meant about rush lanes and God. you know that defensive line rushing as one, even though it's four individual guys. If you get out of whack and you don't have discipline, he's going to avoid one rush. You have to get multiple hats to the quarterback. What's um, Britain? What's that gif of Leonardo DiCaprio like pointing? Oh, he's pointing at something. What's that from? One, yeah, we got Ortega back there, so he knows Brian Ortega. He's our he's our movie buff. Um, is TM, that, TMZB that that that's what uh, that's what Notre Dame defensive linemen are doing right now watching Utah get pressure on Caleb Williams he's like Whoop, see you later 11 yards well that's a nice blitz uh, they brought field pressure on second down got a hit on Caleb uh, came up got another hit on Jordan Adelson like listen this SC t offense is stoppable now it's not 98 Tulane you know so I'm just saying <laughs> You can defend the way this. the way you find to give yourself compliments <laughs> is maybe I'm gonna give you a compliment. The way you figure out ways to compliment yourself is really impressive. And uh, you know, here's the thing too. And Notre Dame got absolutely gashed by Austin Jones, who who's uh, taken over for Travis Dye. When you've got Caleb Williams and you've got these electric receivers, you can only stop so much. And that dude's got some speed. And that's what gashed Notre Dame. He went for like 150 against Notre Dame. And what I meant by my comment was we ran our system to perfection. And those times where it all broke down, that's when I became special. Caleb looks to be special all the time. Very rarely does he allow the system to run seamlessly. He's always catch the ball. Let me see how long I can sit back here and make some people miss and then find. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> He's really talented, so it works, but it also exposes you to mistakes a lot more. And so it'll be interesting tonight. Can Utah, on their rushes, get a couple hands on some balls, maybe get Caleb to put some balls on the ground, get him to throw some balls in the traffic, convert those to turnovers? That's going to be key if Utah wants to win this game tonight. So USC just called a timeout. They're facing a third and two here with 13 minutes to go. USC received the opening kick. I do not know. If uh, Utah won the toss and deferred, but regardless, USC has the ball here, uh, and Utah will get the ball to start the second half. We'll talk some NFL, by the way, coming up bottom of the hour. We're keeping our eye on these conference championship games. North Texas, uh, once again, with a three-point lead over UTSA. That one early in the second quarter. UTSA uh, with the ball in their hands, Sean. 
Um, well, I can say this. Uh, if you took North Texas, 10 won't be enough to cover the eight and a half. So we're going to need the mean green. Keep scoring every time they get it. Come baby. on, baby. Get another stop. They got a goal line stop just a, a moment ago. I guess real briefly before we hit a break, is it as simple to say Jay Kaner, Fresno yeah, State? Max, that's all the difference in the world. You know, he's one of the best college quarterbacks I've seen. I love him. I don't know how he projects to the next level. I haven't watched, you know, the competition to see where everybody else is at. I'll do that at the end of the season. But just as far as being a college player, he's phenomenal. Third and two. And uh, looks like they were stopped. So we're going to have a decision here. I would imagine Lincoln Riley is going to be going for this at fourth and one with that offense. But the pressure on Utah, good stop on a read option. Fourth and one coming up for. Texas defense, stand up. Mean Green. Talking NFL next with Sam Munson. Come on, Utes. Did you say Utes? It is VSIN primetime. This is VSIN primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal, guess what? It's been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. VSIN, new VSIN Pro annual subscribers get $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer and won't last long. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift. Head over to VSIN.com slash subscribe. Caleb Williams doing what Caleb Williams does. Scramble a little bit. Convert a fourth down, and then blown coverage, touchdown. And speaking of which, UTSA runs into the end zone. Man, those are two events that coincided. Not great. Yeah, I didn't play UTSA North Texas. I took a little on with with the uh, mean green here. I couldn't talk myself into that North Texas defense. I just couldn't do it. By the way, um, just so you know, uh, Utah is now on the field for the first time, but uh, I don't even know if they need to play the rest of the game. Uh, Twitter said USC's won, so. Just so you know. Um, all right, let's uh, let's pivot a little bit to the NFL. We'll this keep... is an important drive. <laughs> it is. It certainly is. You don't want to be playing, playing catch up. Let's uh, let's chat with Sam Munson for Pro Football Focus. You can follow him on Twitter at pff underscore Sam. Uh, Sam, let's start with a game that Sean is uh, is intrigued with and invested in. That would be the Bengals hosting the Chiefs. Uh, Jamar Chase is expected back. Chiefs dealing with some injuries, but certainly revenge on their mind. Uh, how do you see this Chiefs and Bengals game playing out on Sunday in Cincinnati? Yeah, fascinating game. Obviously, Cincinnati was the team that had Kansas City's number last season a couple of times, um, and they had that kind of unusual game plan that nobody else really replicated too well of you know, showing regular defense, then dropping eight into coverage and just flooding the zones and, and causing all kinds of problems for that Chiefs passing attack. I, I'm curious to see, first of all, if they're going to try and replicate the same plan now that Tyreek Hill isn't on Kansas City and they have a, a different focus of that offense. And if so, whether it works again, because Patrick Mahomes, I think, is playing the game a slightly different way this season. Um, but it, it really is, I think, a, a great matchup, one of the best games we've seen this season. I think Kansas City is still the team to beat, 
um, based off everything we've seen so far this season. Uh, Sam, what did you learn about Cincy in the absence of Jamar Chase? Uh, what what adjustments did you see? Is there any information that you gained, good or bad, as to who they really are? You know, Chase makes so many incredible, you know, only he can make plays. Sometimes you lose sight of the rest of the guys. I think it was a big few weeks for Cincinnati because that first game without Jamar Chase, it looked like it was going to be a problem. They couldn't really get the offense going. It didn't look right at all. And then after that, they won. They they performed well, and the offense cooked in a few different ways, and guys stood up to be counted. First, it was a Joe Mixon game, and he went nuts against Carolina, and then we had a couple of games where T. Higgins became that number one alpha guy, and I think that was a big question mark because we've heard that a lot from Bengals fans in particular. You know, on any other team, T. Higgins would be a number one receiver, but with, with Jamar Chase, now we've just got two number ones, and you were always sort of thinking, well, is that true, or is that just what happens with the effect of Jamar Chase, you know, was Chase making T Higgins look good because of all the attention he draws and the fact that he's usually up against number twos and that kind of thing. Um, but we saw the last couple of weeks that T Higgins can be a number one offense against legitimate, you know, top tier corners against the, the primary focus of a defense and still thrive and win contested catches and make big plays down the field in crunch situations. So now you add Jamar Chase back into the equation again, and I think you have a Bengals offense that's just demonstrated itself to have a lot more ways of winning games than people thought they they did have, you know, maybe a few weeks ago. We're chatting with Sam Munson for Pro Football Focus. Follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Sam. A couple more games I want to hit on, but just one final thought on Cincinnati. I heard some, you know, discussion this week about, you know, this team getting right. You look at the strength of schedule remaining. It's really challenging. And it starts obviously this weekend against Kansas City as a home underdog. At around 18 or so to one to win the Super Bowl, do you look at this team as better with now Jamar Chase coming back than they were last year, Sam? I think there's a good chance they are. I think they have a better shot of winning it this mm-hmm. year than they did the same kind of time last season. You know, I, last season it was built so much on unsustainable things, the high impact, uh, big plays from Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase. And you know, they, they managed to sustain them. They went on that run. They got to the Super Bowl, and they, they almost got it done with that. But I think it's it's a much more sound, fundamental bedrock of the offense and the defense this year. I think they're in a much better place in terms of sustaining that every single game. And like you said, when you look at their schedule, we're not going to have a better read on any team in the NFL by the time they hit in, head into the postseason than we have on Cincinnati, given the teams they're going to be playing. Like, we're going to have an idea of exactly how they match up against pretty much everybody. They made a lot of additions on that offensive line. From a PFF standpoint, compare last year's grade, which I know was extremely low. I think they gave up 54 sacks uh, to Joe Burrow, if I'm not mistaken. How have they improved in that area from a PFF standpoint? It's definitely been getting better. Um, this week's going to be a huge test because Chris Jones going up against the rookie Cordell Volson at guard is one of the biggest sort of one-on-one mismatches in the trenches in a week that actually has a ton of them for, for some reason. Um, but the last two times early in the season where that offensive line for Cincinnati looked really rough, it was against truly elite pass rushers. It was Micah Parsons. It was TJ Watt before Watt got hurt. And they haven't really played a guy like that since. I know they've played Jeffrey Simmons, but he they played him when he was banged up and he wasn't quite the same guy. 
Um, and, and the same thing with TJ Watt coming back. Like it's not been the same caliber of guys. So now I think you're going to see if they fix things and they're actually the offensive line has gelled and performed better. Or if when they run up against, you know, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL period, they go back to having a major problem. Sam, I want to go uh, in that same time slot on Sunday that the Bengals and Chiefs are playing another monster game, and it's out west. San Francisco hosting the Dolphins. Uh, strength against strength. 49ers defense and this Dolphins offense. They're going to be missing a couple offensive linemen uh, come Saturday, or excuse me, come Sunday. The Dolphins are 49ers laying four here against the Dolphins. Uh, what do you expect to see uh, out in the Bay Area on Sunday? I'm so excited for this matchup. I'm kind of bummed, though, that Teron Armstead is is hurt and banged up, and we're not going to see a fully healthy Armstead there because that, I think, would really give you something special of this uh, Miami offense going up against the 49ers defense. But the drop-off when Teron Armstead gets hurt, and it's happened a couple of times this season already, is colossal at left tackle for Miami. I just ran the numbers, actually, at PFF. Um, for plays when everybody lined up at left tackle, Teron Armstead's got a pass blocking grade of 80. Greg Little has a pass blocking grade of 4.4. And Brandon Shell has one of 13.7. Those guys have basically all given up the same volume of pressures, but Armstead's done it over 330 snaps. Greg Little's done it over 64 snaps. And Brandon Shell's done it over 57 snaps. So if either one of those guys has to man left tackle against Nick Bosa, you know, you don't often see situations where a non-quarterback is going to make a difference to the, the, the point spread, but Teron Armstead to Greg Little or Brandon Shell, I think should move the line. Like it's that big a mismatch. One final matchup uh, that, uh, that intrigues you and it's in Chicago, the bears taking on the Packers, both quarterbacks are dealing with injuries, but both quarterbacks are expected to play. Aaron Rodgers is, is good to go. Justin Fields was removed from the injury report. Uh, news came out today that David Bakhtiari, who, who has uh, been dealing with a ton of injuries, had an appendectomy, so he's out uh, for Sunday. Total sitting at 44.5, spread Packers minus 3.5. Historically, Sam, as Aaron Rodgers has let us know, he owns the Bears, so how do you see it playing out on Sunday at Soldier Field? Yeah, I mean, we just saw the blueprint, right, for, for Chicago when Philadelphia played Green Bay. 300 rushing yards and just absolutely destroyed them up front, and the Packers couldn't adjust. The, the one thing we know about the Chicago Bears offense is it can run the football. And even without Justin Fields in the lineup, we saw that that offensive line's improvement is absolutely for real. They, they perform well, even without Fields at quarterback. So. They should be going into this game thinking they can run all over Green Bay until Green Bay shows them something different. And if Justin Fields is back there and he's able to drop back and deliver uh, some strikes uh, through the air in a way that Trevor Simeon wasn't necessarily able to do, I think Chicago has a real shot at, at definitely covering that line and, and winning outright. He is Sam Munson. You can follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Sam. Sam, always appreciate the insight. Great stuff, Sam. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Utah drives right down the field. That was interesting, too. I mean, Armstead being out and, you know, Sam's uh, evaluation of how significant of a loss that is for this Dolphins. That's something to think about for this game. Don't worry, Utah. You're going to win. You're going to beat USC kicking field goals. Don't worry. Get out of your feelings. Good Lord. Drive right down the field. No resistance. insight from our guests, and you're worried about the score in the first quarter. People want to know what's going on. Pac-12 championship. 7-3, USC. Utah drives down the field, fails inside the 10 
kicks a field goal. It is 7-3. Kayla Williams coming back out. It is VEASAN primetime. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm disgusted. Uh, Not for this read. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert BetMGM points into M- uh, into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip. And nationwide, BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. I want to vomit. <laughs> You're good, man. I mean... You're good. Caleb Williams, it, it's... That wasn't great Caleb Williams right there as much as that was just bad Utah. So if you go back and you look at it, 21, the guy who has the quarterback, was lined up on the wrong side of the formation. So he's running to get aligned properly as the ball is snapped. So now he's out of whack. He's right there to make the play. But because he couldn't get lined up, he's not locked into what his responsibility is. I, I just, just trust me. I know what I'm looking at. I know you do. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, Caleb Williams, what we're referencing, just broke off a 59-yard run on a read option where he went up the middle, spun out of – Two tackles? No, 11 went for the strip. 11 tried to strip the ball and Just missed it. tackle him. Yeah, like, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm not worried yet. I'm not. I like what Utah did on offense. This is a huge. I actually like the game plan on defense. It looks like the guys are slightly confused at times, like they blew the coverage on the deep ball to 16. But once they get locked in, they'll be fine. All right, sir. So you brought pressure. Now you got third and long. Well, that was interesting. Hans Olsen told us yeah. that late in the game in Salt Lake City, that they started to bring pressure, and it worked. Now, as you know more than I do. You know I would tell you if we were in trouble. I know. I would say, let's go in-game right now, and let's get out of the position that we currently have. I feel great. This is a huge play. Third and 12, Utah's defense can't give up eight here because Lincoln and Riley will go for it. Uh, You got to force a field goal attempt. So big third and 12. The ball is currently situated at the USC, or excuse me, Utah 13-yard line, so they can get a first down uh, a at the one. A lot of space in the middle of the field. I hope one of the safeties covering it. Okay, they're bringing pressure. Here's the middle of the field that you alluded to, yeah. and now they're going to go for it. Well, so it's you hope be, they do. That's what you want them to do. It's going to be fourth and two. And three, about three. You want them to go for it and not get it. Yeah. Yeah. Just enough to entice them to do the wrong thing. Yep, here comes Lincoln Riley. Yep. So we will get a fourth down attempt here. Now and- they're more than likely going to run some kind of drone. Oh, he's... I think uh, he. I thought they were bringing on the kick team. It looked like that's why Caleb Williams was getting upset. And now they are going for it, so it's going to be. Well, yeah, this is what we want. Now we just, Utah got to get a stop. Fourth and two from the three. All right, Utah, get lined up. Okay, get lined up. A little confusion on defense. All right, yeah. There you go. He's wide open. Yep. Touchdown. It's because they couldn't get lined up. They're making errors. Like I'm not really sure. 
like if they switch the game plan up. But like that's just simple. They've got one of those guys supposed to go with the flat guy. The other one goes to the quarterback. Both guys go to the flat. Go to watch this, Tim. I mean, watch as you look at it. Watch. Okay, one of these guys has the flat. You see how they both end up going to the quarterback, and that's twenty-one again. Like twenty-one is having a bad game. I mean, he he, he they're confused, and I just it's it's odd because Utah is generally such a well-coached team. Lincoln Riley is pantsing Utah right now offensively, absolutely pantsing them. Fourth and two, and there is a dude buck naked in the end zone. Yeah. If they can get their pre-alignment issues fixed, I still feel like we're on the right side. Good Lord. I'm just telling you. Third and 12, you call it, middle of the field wide open. Matter they, of fact, they I, get may, 11 I may yards. go in-game right now and bet Utah money line. Well, We're okay. on the right side, I'm telling you. They got some pre-snap alignment issues on defense. All of USC's... Big plays have come. The guys can't get lined up. So, who's the D coordinator there in Utah? He got to get them on the sideline. Morgan and, and, Scaly. Yeah, I mean, he, Scaly got to get them settled down. It's, all of these are because guys are not aligned pre-snap. And because of that, there there is a bit of confusion on the Utah defense. This isn't like earth-shattering scheme stuff that Lincoln Riley's throwing at them either. And the good thing is, you know, because USC – is once again pantsing Utah's defense. The great thing is, Sean, they went down the field their first drive and kicked a field goal. So that was awesome. Uh, In-game right now looks like USC minus seven. Actually, ten and, ten and a half at, wow, at BetMGM? I would take ten and a half. Maybe. Oh, I'm not getting up. I'm just joking. Maybe Morgan Scaly can figure out how Lincoln Riley won't, you know, humiliate him all night long. Good Lord. Um, yeah. Yikes. Plus, by the way, um, you want plus 250 on the money line, Sean. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to attack it. I took a stance. Um, I have a position. Uh, on this stock, I knew that there was going to be some volatility. Uh, but I still feel like I'm on, I got the right stock, and, and it's headed in the right direction. I still feel good. Well, the good news for you, if yeah. if they, they don't cover, means a, a good spot for you in our uh, in our uh, confidence picks. Because that would be negative three points for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about my real money. <laughs> me too. <laughs> real I, got real, like I got real money on this game, too. <laughs> Um, oh, by the way, if you're wondering, in the Conference USA Championship, UTSA is driving, and Frank Harris just tripped over his offensive lineman. So looks like a field goal attempt will come here for the Roadrunners with a minute 16 to go. They lead 14 to 10. Um, I mean, I, I'm just – I don't know why we're going to play uh, the rest of the game. I mean, Twitter's telling me this game's over. And someone just asked if USC is going to win the national championship on Twitter. So, man, that's impressive after 11 minutes of football. Okay. All right. Uh, final thoughts. SEC championship, Sean, Georgia laying 17 and a half against LSU. I like Georgia in the first half was part of my confidence picks. I think they come out motivated. I think they're ready to go. And I'm really concerned about the health of Jaden Daniels. So uh, I will go with Georgia. I personally didn't play 17 and a half. We're doing a little contest here. Uh, but uh, I think Georgia has a chance to uh, to 
to put it on LSU? Uh, something about this game that makes me think LSU is going to be live. Really? Yeah, I mean, you just LSU couldn't play a worse game than they did at College Station. And now, now everybody's looking past it. I don't know, man. It's just something about this game that, that makes me think LSU is going to be in it all the way through. I don't think they went out right, but I do think it's going to be a lot closer game than people think. Like, I would not be surprised fourth quarter is 24-21 type game. We'll see. Yeah. If Jaden Daniels isn't 100%, they get housed. But if he is 100%, as Cam Rising underthrows and over Remember receiver, what I said about hitting your layups, right? Good Lord. I mean, do you want to lose? Hmm. He's open. Drew Pine threw for 300 on this defense. He's open. He's yeah, right there. Remember I said, He's open. you got to hit your layups. Um, all right. ACC championship, Sean, I'll be honest. Personally, want nothing to do with this game. Want absolutely nothing to do with this game. Uh, number seven and a half. I don't know how you could trust DJ Uyunglele. Uh, rumors out there that he's going to hit the portal as soon as the game's over and go to UCLA. We'll see what happens, but uh, yeah, I want nothing to do with this game for this purpose. I took the points with UNC. Uh, maybe Drake may lights them up. I, don't I actually know. like Clemson in this game. Why? I just, this is the kind of spot I think where Clemson comes out and dominates. I just really do. I, I, don't, I don't view North Carolina from a pedigree standpoint as, as having the same kind of culture that Clemson has. Like South Carolina's come from the SEC. Mm-hmm. Like they believe they're better than Clemson. And I don't know that North Carolina going to get off the bus and feel like that. By Even the though way, this isn't like a great Clemson team. Before we sign off, third and eight right now for Utah after Cam Rising under through an open receiver. They have a two-yard run, and you can't punt and win this game. So they got to make a play here, and they don't. And that will be a punt. Hey, I'm not really sure what Cam Rising is Utah's right done. Now. We'll see what Femi and Wes say, but this game's <laughs> I don't know what that was from Cam Rising. This is not the way that you... You don't put all this, this arc. Is, this you don't is, put all this arc on a, a, a tunnel screen. I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> Gee whiz, Cameron. Well, USC is going Good to the college football this playoff, weekend, though. Folks. That's uh, TCU loses. USC taking on Michigan. That'll be interesting. But the good thing is, punting's probably going to beat USC. Femi and Western. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. 
We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.